as I stand before you. I would have bust Cedric's stomach. <laughs> Welcome to Something Crunchy, the Valley's number one comedy entertainment podcast. Biscuit is homies with Blake. Blake is the older brother of Blair. And Blair is married to Biscuit. Here are your hosts, Colin Blake with Blair and Tyler Dressel. Welcome to Something Crunchy. I'm Cullen Blake. With me as always, Blair. And Andrew Dressel. We got a fun one tonight. I hope you're hungry because we are getting into some celebrity beef. Mm-hmm. It's a tasting menu. <laughs> Not even a month into 2024, and it's the year of the feud. Really starting to set the table for an election year. <laughs> you got Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel. Oprah and Taraji P. Cal Williams and a dozen comedians. <laughs> That interview was wild. It was. It was a polarizing three hours of revelations, implications, accusations. <laughs> Shots were fired on Club Shay Shay. Skip. <laughs> Where do we even start? If you haven't heard the interview, here's the gist. Faison's never done his own tour in 30 years. Steve Harvey don't do stand up no more. Cedric doesn't write. I'm sorry, he doesn't write. Ricky Smiley has been playing the same old black woman forever. Like, you can't get a young fan base with that. It was basically three hours of that. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just throw some bullet points out there, and then we'll break these down and chew on a few. Okay. Cedric the Entertainer said he stole his joke, isn't funny, doesn't write, shouldn't be called the Entertainer. Steve Harvey stole his life story, wore a wig, isn't funny. <laughs> Kevin Hart is an industry plant. Weinstein wanted to suck him off in front of his whole agency. Chris Tucker is now Epstein Island Chris Tucker. Cat turned down $50 million four different times. Martin wanted him in a dress. Diddy wanted to party. The Illuminati offered Ludacris $200 million to do 20 movies. Cat was given an offer to be the fourth king in the Kings of Comedy, but turned it down, and he smokes more weed than Snoop. <laughs> Which of these stood out most to you? <laughs> There's just so much to unpack. It's very Trump-like. Like he just throws out a million different things. You don't know what's real, what's made up, what's his, you know, personal vendetta or what's true. It's exactly how I feel. Yeah, it's just too hard to fact check when the guy throws nine million different made-up facts at you. It was just he was on the defense, I think, and then was kind of just trying to come at it from a different angle. He started off on the full offensive attack on Ricky Smiley. That was oh. like how it started, full offense. Ricky Smiley on Friday After Next played Crackhead Santa, and he was supposed to be Money Mike, but switched parts. And Cat said they allegedly, don't, allegedly, Cat <laughs> said they don't do that. And he was the two hundred and first black comedian to audition for it. No one already had it, and I believe that. Yeah, like that that makes, makes sense. sense. But then he went on to say he basically wrote Friday After Next and was the leader of the movie, even though it was his first acting role. He did a lot to assist in the movie, and that did I think add a lot. But the leader is. Whose movie was it? Ice Cube. So he would then be the leader. The right? guy who wrote, directed, starred, produced it. And I did look up to see if Cat Williams had any writing credits yeah. for it. And it wasn't. It was Ice Cube and DJ Pooh. Yep. Legally, he would have had to have had that credit if he wrote anything that was used in the script. He said he took out a rape scene. He said he rewrote it so that it was more funny and less rapey. And that, Honestly, I can kind of see yeah. that too. Fair. But he should have got a writing credit for that. If that was true and he actually did that, 
then he deserves to have a credit. Do actors who improv lines and things like that get a writing credit? No, but mm. he said he created it and he wrote all of those things. Blair. We were just talking. <laughs> <laughs> pretentious. Such a pretentious thing to say. <laughs> I'm thinking of all these actors that come in and improv all these scenes. Bill Murray, does he get a writing credit on every time he improvises a scene or no. does anything? No, but if he did like a hard rewrite and changed... Changed the whole scene. Changed how the plot goes, yeah. you would think... That's not ad-libbing and throwing in lines. That True. is rewriting plot the scene. Change. And he didn't suggest that was the only thing that he did. He talked about... All of it. Like all of it. Yeah, he, he said, said he wrote... All the jokes. Kind of insinuated he wrote Friday After Next. Yeah. Certainly did more than insinuate that he was the leader on the set. Yep. And man, he went after Ricky. Put in his contract that Ricky had to wear a dress in the yes. next movie he was in. Power pose. Whoa. What a bizarre thing to have in your contract. It's such a weird situation because half the time he talks about, you know, pulling up his, his buddies and putting them on and like getting them out there and then how mm -hmm. he would never be in a dress and how that is so disrespectful to him and his brand and all that. But Ricky Smiley, first thing he does is put him in a dress. Couldn't agree more. We're going to dive back into that. Put a pin in that one. Could not agree more. He also went so hard on the Kings of Comedy guys. We'll spare DL and Bernie, but so really just two of the kings. Yeah. But and man. Cedric and, and Steve got got an earful. I mean, he just went after their whole careers. Yeah. Do other people feel that way? Like about Cedric? Do they feel like he deserves to be there? I haven't heard anything. Personally, I thought Cedric was the second best up there. I, I thought it went Bernie first, Cedric second, DL third, and then Steve last. I could agree with that, but I think aside Bernie, all of them are kind of overrated. Maybe DL not so much, but... DL and Bernie wrote their own jokes, their own set. That's the difference. And well, and right. That's why I agreed when Kat said like, that he didn't write any of his own stuff. He can't entertain, can't do any of those things. Like, what are, why are <laughs> you up here? <laughs> you can't sing. You can't dance. <laughs> and then he went after Steve Harvey so hard. So said hard. Said he wore a wig. Stole Mr. Cooper from Mark Curry, did the exact same show the exact same way. Oh, yeah. Totally believable on that front. And he specifically named his enemies as Faison, Wanda, and Aerie Spears. He must have mentioned Faison 20 plus times. Yeah, yeah he, he did. did. I expect There's a YouTuber there. to cut up all these insults and make a hype anthem out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely be here for that. <laughs> we learn more about Kat's personal life, too. Like, he was a prodigy. Apparently, he could read fluently at three and was accepted to college at seven years old. Did you know about this? <laughs> I'm only after this interview, and he, there's not a snowball's chance in hell that that dude read 3,000 books a year from the age of eight to 12. No way. You don't have that much time in your life to read 3,000 books in a year when you're that old. Just reading and eating the pages afterwards. Matilda out here making <laughs> his way through. God damn. Blair immediately goes to Matilda. <laughs> like who's like I'm the only one. <laughs> yeah, this, so he went from being accepted to college at seven years old, but the one like real school, credited school he went to, he flunked out of because he wasn't interested in it, I guess. Be like a part of Mensa. I feel like you'd be immediately no, he was a pimp in Oklahoma. Yeah. He went from like, I'm moving out at 13 to I'm a pimp in Oklahoma. I think there's a lot he could have done academically. Things took a 
a left turn in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, what happened in Oklahoma? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to make of all this. He seemed to be bitter that he wasn't included in certain things, but also claims he wanted nothing to do with them and turned everything down. His whole message was exposing the truth and this radical transparency, but it kind of felt like he was acting in some of it. Seemed authentic at times and didn't seem authentic at times. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of contradictions. I mean, in the same sentence, talking about Chappelle, he says, he didn't turn down $50 million. Who would turn down $50 million? And then said, I turned down $50 million four times <laughs> in the same breath. <laughs> and almost two hours in, he goes into a rant about how he never spent money on drugs or strippers. I pulled the clip. Because remember, I was, what am I spending my money on? I'm not spending my money on strippers. I ain't spending them on drugs. Why not? Like, Why what? Not? Why not? Less than 30 minutes later, he says this. Uh, because when I come to do a show, I'm really in your city. So whatever the strip club is, I'm there. Whatever the top bar is, I was there drinking. Whatever the, I was at it. You got a casino? I was at it. Like, what was it? I don't drink. I don't get strippers. And I don't gamble. I don't, I don't spend money on stupid things. I don't go to the strip club. I don't do drugs. If I'm in your city, I drink. I go to your strip club. I go to your casino. I do your drugs. <laughs> get back to your community. <laughs> I mean, if I didn't play it for you, you didn't, wouldn't believe yeah, me. It was like right. that, like, oh, my God. And like Tyler said, this is where I just could not agree more with that. He went on a tirade about Martin wanting to put him in his first dress, asked him to do Big Mama's House 2 with him. He went on for at least five minutes straight about how fucked up it is to put a black man in a dress. This isn't funny. We're better than this. I'm above this. But he said this not 10 minutes into the interview. He was so egregious, I put in my contract that I won't work with Ricky Smiley again unless he's in a dress. So he's going to put this in his contract, <laughs> but then how dare you ask me to wear a dress yeah. for your movie? I don't know. There Green was... assault. Big old lick assault with this one. Didn't he call Tyler Perry out for the same thing? He was like, you should only play a woman. Yeah. He did say that. Yeah, he he, he said like... that he played a better female than a male in his acting. That was Ricky, right? He was talking about Tyler Perry, too. Damn. Mm -hmm. He took every opportunity to chug on his own dong. Mm -hmm. He really did. Let Turn someone else chug on your dong. Exactly, <laughs> Blair. Not come from uh, you. Don't you know it doesn't feel the same when you suck your own dong? It's so true. <laughs> you can't tickle yourself. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Turn down kings of comedy. Turn down everything Kevin Hart has ever been offered. Turn down $50 million four times. Turn down the Illuminati. Smokes more weed than Snoop. First one to have a blunt roller. That just got a little tiring, but there were also parts that were just hilarious. There was even a good golf joke in there I could relate to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Talking about hitting from the ladies' tees. He said, on the golf course, my pronouns are she, her, they, them, whoever is on the front tee. <laughs> that I love, love that. That's you know, a good for the same price, you can play from way back there. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get from playing back there? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so true. That was a good joke. Yeah, it was. I also liked the message at the end when they were talking about how divisive the country is right now. Kat basically said our two parties need to be offense and defense for the same team. It's the other guys who are the enemies, meaning the other countries. That was well put, something we need more of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you learned a lot about his philanthropy too. And there's lots of stories that do support how generous Kat has been. And he doesn't do it for the wrong reasons either. Like never really seems to benefit himself. 
Yeah, he's not writing that stuff off for you know, tax purposes. He's giving cash to the people in the cities that he's at that need it. And that's cool. He's a good businessman. He's like fiercely competitive in that way, too. And he should let his work do the talking. He has done the 12 specials. They were fucking hilarious. And there he does own all those. Standing ovations and all of that. Like, run with that. He respects writers, the people that do the work as well. Yeah. Like, that's great. I think I brought up the fact with Marlon Wayans, how much I like Cat Williams, because he owns all of his specials. He wasn't paid off by you know, a Netflix or a Tubi or whatever to get it on there. Like he produced it and he paid for it. Wow. He put his fucking money where his mouth is and it's worked out 12 out of 12 times. As Kat liked to remind us every 12 minutes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. give credit where credit is due, but let other people give yeah. you those flowers. His, he said his movies do constantly make more money proven. And I love the comment about his net worth where he was like, I don't know what. Don't they, look it up. Don't look it up. But <laughs> Planted flowers don't grow when you give them to yourself. Well done. All right. Well done. Sit down, everybody. Please sit down. Ladies and gentlemen, that was your Coors Light Capital One What's in Your Wallet quote, quote of the of evening. <laughs> Well, this was entertaining to say the least. I'm eager to see where this goes now. And congrats to Shane and Sharp in Club Shay Shay. 45 million views as of today. Like wow. that show just got a massive boost. And I like Shannon. You can tell he cares about it being good. And he's passionate when talking to his guests. I like that. Yeah. Do I really sound like that? <laughs> <laughs> Kat did not disappoint. Several feuds were made public. And this is likely just the start of the storm. If you could feud with any celebrity, who would it be? Oh, I'd be so bad at this. So yeah, you're very non-confrontational. Uh, That's why I, I want to start one. with you. I got one in the you, tank. You're confrontational. Yeah. Okay, we'll hear you your list in a minute. Yeah, you are right. confrontational. You'll, you'll get me more excited and fired up as I hear yours. Okay, you go. You want to hear mine? Yeah. Big Ed. Oh, 90 big Day Ed? Fiance. 90 Day Fiance, Big Ed. Little Big Ed? Little Big Ed. Because he's a dick. Yes, because he is a tiny little asshole and... Not because he's a little dick, but because he's a big dick. He's such a dick to everybody he's around, he all really the chicks is. that he dates. Like, bro. You've only heard nightmare stories about him. There's times you want to give him a chance and you like him and then he does some dumb ass shit. Yeah, like, I, used like you, him. I used to like him. I used to like him. I was like, this guy's hilarious. No, and then you see him for longer than five minutes. Yeah. Like, God, I just like can't stand it. You're uh -huh. such an asshole. So you want all seven feet of Tyler to get into a feud with all four <laughs> feet of Ed. <laughs> Yeah, I liked it very. I feel like there's another feud that staying I, in our weight class here. That Tyler <laughs> really get into um, with Jake Paul. Yeah, yeah, could beef with that guy. Everybody's beefing with Jake Paul. <laughs> I <shit>. know. <laughs> Who doesn't beef with Jake? <laughs> Kristen Stewart. Stewart. Maybe. I just don't know her well enough, but everything that I see, I'm like, I just feel like we're just not... You and everyone else. Yeah. She doesn't bug me near as much as everyone else seems to be so bugged by her. No, every role Twilight sucks has, a D, and, and she was just that garbage her in fault. that. She's no, I know. like, oh, I'm just like... But, so upset working through something. And oh, I'm just like, I just need to think about oh, this. And I'm like, oh my God. She is so good in uh, Into the Wild. That's right. I loved her in Into the Wild. It was a change-up for I like liked a her in that uh, indie movie that had Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. What was that called? Adventureland? Adventureland. Mm. Yep. 
she was still a little whiny and like, oh, I'm just like still going through things. Twilight yeah. wasn't enough. Like, I'm just like, oh, he's going. You guys remember the main character from Dazed and Confused? Yes. With the long hair and the yes. picture. Oh, like, the face who constantly would touch his own nose. That's the male version of uh, oh. Stuart. I could see it. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I could see it. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Man. Someone made the connection. Biscuits on fire tonight. <laughs> Do you have your magic mind today? I did. You took a full shot? Yeah. That makes like sense. You. He is on point. Pistons are firing over here. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I can see a situation where I'm excited to meet Nick Kroll and he just eats my face <gasps> and we're forced to feud mm. until we work it out and become friends. I can see that. And then we're really close. Oh, I love then, Nick Kroll. I feel like y'all would like each other. I would be so excited because I would think that he would like me and then he's just going to like drink my milkshake. Oh, and you'd be like so butthurt about <laughs> it. And I'd be so butthurt about it. Yeah. I'd be like, you know. I'm upset. I didn't see that coming. For like a, and now we're in a feud. For like a sibling rivalry, I'd like to feud with TJ Miller. That's the only way that would work. You're going to feud with Tej? Yeah, just, you know, funsies. In a brotherly way? In a very brotherly way. Make fun of all of his Yogi Bear 3Ds. You want to get into a real feud with... With Big with, Ed. With Big Ed. Big Head. And then a little feud with TJ. Yeah. I feel like Gwyneth Paltrow is coming out here with her. Oh yeah, Blair, candles. you got her. You got Gwyneth. Nobody I wants mean, to smell her candle puss. I could goop. You could goop. I could goop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gooping right now. Can you believe she has a candle that smells like vagina? It smells like her vagina. Is that patented? Because like I definitely want to look into that. Yeah. And it's burning houses down. Uh huh. Maybe mine wouldn't have that exploding magic. Well, that's an interesting product idea though because you know they have those like schlong molds mm -hmm. to like yeah, what build. is it called um something willy something a willy clone a willy clone a willy clone a willy they should have like a you just kind of swab some of your own puss out and you make everyone can make their own candle based off their own scent so that way everyone can waft in your own Ooh, custom crotch. swabs where it's like oh make build your own you so swab like, your own you send it like... into the lab and like a build a bear it's build a candle. They, yep. they send you Pull back a like a. And then you have like. They send you back a vial of terps, and then you put <laughs> that in your vape, and you smoke it. Yes. <laughs> well. People might be more into their own or each other's. But it's like a clone like of Willie. Happy Willy. anniversary. That'd be it, so thank good. Thank you. Like... White elephant present. Anniversary <laughs> yes, present. Like... Let me get a one gram of the Swiss mitten. Like if you're a single person <laughs> and you have this, <laughs> you're a single person, you're like, I am getting you a candle that smells like my snatch. So anyone comes over to your place, they know. This is. My beef here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Smells like soy sauce in here. <laughs> like we just don't want like Paltrow puss all over the place. Like I appreciate you, but the narcissistic idea. I mean, it is your own puss. It's got to be a a scent. Uh, Hannibal Burris, maybe he wouldn't like me. No. <laughs> no, he's dry. I'm very animated. Yeah, and... you're like you're way too much. <laughs> he's for so me. dry. He's like an Indian circus boy with pretty new That's kind of my demeanor. Yeah. And he's just so chill and dry and says everything the same way. And what's this guy doing here? <laughs> you just feel like I can just feel your thoughts right now. I just don't think he'd like me. And then I, you I, I like him just fine. I think he's really funny. So and he like would him. beef with you and you'd just be like, I think you're cool. <laughs> kill him with kindness. That's how yeah. I'd win any feud. No, he'd take it too far and we'd be forced to feud. Oh. Yeah. Don't feud. I feel like if we're going on that 90 day fiance train, we mentioned uh, previously that Stephanie that bottled up her farts and was like selling them for just thousands. You could feud with her over that or just start like a rivalry 
for yeah, in I a think, jar company. I just wanted to do something, yeah, something equally like similar that she'd be jealous of. That I could. You should like, just report her to the Better Business Bureau and say your product smells like shit. Like try a queef jar for double the price. <laughs> I got pink eye from this. Is this FDA approved or what? <laughs> no. You keep going to the 90-day pool, and you're in the wrong show. Mm -hmm. I could see Blair in a feud with Big Hoss from Pawn Stars. Oh, yeah. Totally. Oh, just over his handshake. That's yeah, if he's like trying to give about. you a chicken wing, he and then you're that like, side Pass. around, and I'm like, you know what? The chicken wing handshake. Blair has. I've never seen someone have such a problem with an on-screen handshake. <laughs> totally, she hates it. it. She says it every time. Every time. I know. Okay, it's nothing personal. In in my head, I think it's because of the. I mean, there's like the whole. There's a counter in there's front. There's a counter of him. in front, so he's got to go above. But it's like the whole shoulder whip around, and like that hand comes swinging from the back. And hey, what's like, up, man? It's like the biggest bro handshake, where it's like it, there's. It's no, definitely a bro shake. It's a bro shake. <laughs> I, if if I come in, I better get the biggest bro shake ever, or I'm just like, what are we doing? You'd be like, you know what? I am so disappointed. I know. This if you meet him face to face handshake. and there's not a counter in front of you and he doesn't do this, oh. you're like, can you shake my yeah. hand the right yeah. way? Like, no, 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 bad, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you look me in the eyes and you give me the chicken. <laughs> you give me that bro shake, okay? Are you a pawn rising star or are you a pawn star? <laughs> Get out of here. No, you at least got to commit. If you're going to do that shake on every episode, it needs to be all the time. It's part of who he is. It is. You also see Blair in a feud with Michael Sarah. Polly Bleaker? What am I going to feud with Michael Sarah about? <laughs> I don't know what you're Lack feuding with pews? Michael Sarah about, but I don't get it, Blair. I don't know why you're feuding with him. And Blair practically started a feud with Megan Kavanaugh. You insulted Marla Hooch with your take on Did Daddy Drop the Ball? We were all insulted. We had a friendly disagreement. <laughs> we walked past it together. It was friendly until she took it to Twitter and said, you didn't know what fucking thing you're talking about. Whatever. The people spoke and we won that vote. Okay. Oh, from TikTok, that massive poll that we took. In <laughs> the um, massive yeah, poll. Like, and there's been like 10,000 plus votes in that poll. I mm -hmm. think I'm going to debate with that sweet Marla Hooch, Megan Kavanaugh, who I just loved dearly. Megan just Sweden. because... We disagreed, and we all know that Dottie dropped the ball for her sister. Doesn't mean that I'm going to debate any more feud with our girl. I could see Blake getting in a feud with Seth Green. Yeah, maybe. Is Seth Green a dick? Yeah. He could be a dick. Oh, oh well, yeah. Then, yeah, a dick I could be a dick. Totally. If you're just going to be a dick, then... Taylor, I could see you in a feud with Kurt Cameron. <laughs> oh, my... <laughs> oh, Tyler would eat him a lot. Oh, yeah. For sure. I'd be scared for Kurt, just because I'd be like, oof. Put put your vest on. Get ready because mm -hmm. these shots. He'd convert to an atheist by the time I was done with him. He'd be oh. like, "God's not." Yeah. Real. Is this keep? Can you keep religion out of it? I don't know, Kirk. No, not with Kirk. <laughs> not with Kirk. <laughs> not with Kirky. Never go back to Kirk. <laughs> Kirky's catching the horns. Kirk. Kirk, you ever wonder why Big Ed doesn't have a neck? <laughs> Feud with the biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Side of beef here. Side of beef. <laughs> I could also see Tyler duking it out with some Dr. Phil. And DP, nah. Dr. Phil, okay. I don't know what show he was on, but Dr. Phil on anything outside of Dr. Phil's show, yeah. anybody would feud with him. He doesn't <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> really? I think he's awesome. I've watched his show forever. There's a lot there. I'm like, yes, Dr. Phil. But then it's like, God damn, he gets on another show and it's like, why is he here? Yeah. Why is he fucking here? 
watch him on anything <laughs> else and disagree with me, we'll have a feud. Yeah. But how do you feel about Ian Ziering? Oh, he's waiting for a feud. <laughs> Come on. No, it's you mean Ian. Uh, it's and that's Ian where it all Ziering. begins. It's Owen and <laughs> Owen. <laughs> yeah, you, see, you hear Ian and then you see him and you're like, okay. <laughs> starts here. Oh. No, I feel terrible. I feel like he's actually like a really like sweet, sweet lad. But Tyler, again, would eat him alive. All right. Short list of heroes that I have. Anybody from 90210. That was like my show. For I watched. Sure. I, I loved all of those dudes. Like. I got to meet Even Luke. Ian. I got to meet Luke Perry, and it was the one time oh. I was fucking starstruck in my whole life after meeting just hundreds of celebrities Pretty and different sure any things. Any celebrity would even say that too. Yeah, It'd be and hard like, not to be starstruck. You Perry. see the guy, and you're like, "Holy shit, it's James Dean!" I was gonna say, it's like, "Our generation's James Dean," <laughs> and he like he looks better in person. Like I just no, <laughs> never had a gay thought, but Luke Perry, he could get it. <laughs> Luke Perry, <laughs> he would have done it. He could have had some. He would have changed fields <laughs> for Ian or what? Yeah, no. Ian can... Yeah. I mean, I don't have anything against him. If he said something to me, if he came at me, yeah, I'd light him up. But it's I'm like not going I'm, at him. It's like the Seth Green thing. Like, I have no problem with Seth Green. But if he started some shit... But if he started some shit... Something crunchy as hack. It's like, that crunchy bastard isn't funny as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks. We're um, not feud starters, <clears throat> but if you're going to talk shit, yeah. like, I mean... I'm here to end the fight, not start the fight. You were so non-confrontational. I would just hate a feud if you're not this ready. About you could get like in a real <laughs> passive-aggressive brawl with like That's... Megan Milani or something. No oh, way. Oh, I love her way too much. But Jody Sweeten. Ooh, passive Sweeten. Passive Sweeten. That's it. Oh. Blair. She made that crack about Sweeten uh-huh. doing some I mean, blow. Yeah. Quick sniff joke. I quick feel sniff. Like I'm proud of her, so I hate that that would have been something potentially upsetting. Season three. Blair went after Jody in the Schneef. I didn't go after her. Jody in the Schneef. <laughs> Jody in the Schneef. Funny. It was funny. An uncouth <laughs> joke. <laughs> I thought it was great. I loved I the joke. I I've been thinking and about it was fitting. ever since. I'm like, I know she's upset if she ever heard that. I know she's upset. Well, no one's she going heard an episode to... of Something Crunchy 49 and she's upset. She's no one's going into the deep cuts to listen to episode 48 where you banged one. on Jody. Yeah. It was a good one. But I'm just saying, that would be such a nice, passive-aggressive, mm-hmm. sweet, little, thoughtful, considerate feud. <laughs> <laughs> considerate of each other's feelings. I'm a little upset with you, <laughs> and I'm sorry. I appreciate you, and I appreciate that communication, and I hear you. <laughs> I, I see like, that you're I, upset. Yes, it's okay to be upset. Have every feeling that you're having right now. I don't want to take that away from you. <laughs> I'll sit here and enjoy that with you. But you're still a coked out whore. <laughs> you know what? I would have steeped with you. Totally not good. But you're never going to make it on Candace Cameron Beer's Big sis, DJ? Yeah, you're not. You're never going to be on DJ's American Family Home Network no. No, you're talking, with that background you're check. You're going to talk Kurt Cameron. He is not the feuder. Cameron. Candace. Candace. Yeah. <laughs> not not Kurt Cameron. Cameron Cameron. Cameron. <laughs> she can suck a dick. Cam no. Cameron. <laughs> no, Candace Cameron will feud your ass. Candid Cameron when now. she's on her side, like she will go full shot <laughs> fire. With... She will. She's like, Jesus is my homeboy. Yeah. And yes. he's got my back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shot a few people mm-hmm. and, and has like. I'd like to beef with the whole Cameron family. She's she deserves a good beef. And... She's like the, the top beefer there. Yeah. 
she's been beefing right now. She has gotten the little pop sirloin. She's in current beef with JoJo. She like called her out for her lifestyle and was like, I don't know about it. And Jesus doesn't approve of your lifestyle. Yeah, she's going hard on it. (laughs) What would JC say? (laughs) 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 JC does not approve. Yeah, me and JC. We don't like this shit. We don't like oh, with Candace Cameron. Yeah. You keep it up, you're going to be a Jody Sweeten. <laughs> God, I bet Jody was like, shut the fuck up, Deej. Shut up, Deej. <laughs> so let's take some shots. I've said it before and I'll say it again. We found this little elixir that helped put some pep in our step. It's called Magic Mind. I drink way too much coffee, sometimes two or three a day. Too many calories, too much caffeine. We've been on the hunt for something to replace some of the coffee and energy drinks that we have throughout the day, and I've been taking Magic Mind for just over a month. It has improved my mornings. There's no crash, and I like that. It's small, and I can take it anywhere. I keep a second one in my bag for later in the day. Because there's no caffeine, I sleep well, I get those creative juices going, and all three of us have agreed it helps us find this flow state where all of our pistons are firing. When you work a couple of different jobs or you're a mom of two, it helps to get that extra boost. Lion's mane mushrooms, cordyceps mushrooms, matcha, and ashwagandha, these are the ingredients that are good for the mind and body. It's now in Sprouts Farmer's Market, so you can try a bottle there. But if you go to magicmind.com crunchy, you can get 56% off your first subscription order or 20% off any one-time purchase by using code crunchy. It gets even better. There's a special promotion for January only where you get an entire month of the subscription service for free when you sign up for three months. Go to magicmind.com slash jancrunchy and use code crunchy for an additional 20% off. That's 75% off in total and only available for the month of January. Discount code crunchy20. Check it out and get focused. Improve your memory and don't miss out on trying Magic Mind for less. Something Crunchy will be right back after this. Hey, this is Joe Montaigne and you're listening to Something Crunchy. And we're back. All right. If you could pick your own celebrity feud, just like on a Street Fighter 2 menu, who would it be? <laughs> oh, who do we want to see fight? Like, who oh, would you want to see a in a feud? good one. Yeah. Because Blair can't like pick her own feud. No. That has to happen to her. She's not going to incite a feud. No, I'm definitely not. Like, who do we just want to see go against? Who do I want to see? Like, for example, I'd like to see Jeff Goldblum and John Malkovich in a more intellectual feud. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here to see Malkovich Goldblum such. I do not sound like that. No, (laughs) no, you do. You sound exactly (laughs) like this. (laughs) I love that. I see where you're going. Hmm. Yes, yes. I would like the feud. (laughs) Um, I could watch Ari Spears feud with anyone. He will drink your oh, milkshake agreed. and make it fun. You're gonna yeah, lose. True. You're gonna lose no matter what. Aries is I want top-notch. Cat Williams back back on the couch in Club Shay Shay with Ari Spears oh, on the other side. They'd just both to be like mm-hmm, yeah. with Fizon Love couch. in the corner, just pacing, waiting his turn. <laughs> Doing his bullet. <laughs> no shirt. He never has a shirt. Of course, no, no. shirt. Not gonna have a shirt on Blair. Definitely no shirt. He went after that too. He was like, yes. put your shirt on. Couldn't even put his feet on the ground. He was sitting on that couch. <laughs> he I'll was dangling. Securities, you see his little feet just kicking away over there. <laughs> he looked like a child. <laughs> he did look like a little high chair going. I bet they just hate like a tall chair guy. You're like, fuck. I, I bet Shannon Sharp craps bigger than Cat Williams. Yeah. Like he looked like he was ten times his size. Skill. <laughs> 
cat, cat. Um, that was a tough one was for a- him. Like he handled that pretty well. He was a tough one. What about Aubrey Plaza and Sydney Sweeney? Oh, that's a good one. Nice. Wow. She would light her up. Who? Aubrey Plaza would light up. I was going to say, who's yeah. going to win that feud? I don't know. I don't think Aubrey's going to get like flustered. And I think Sydney's no. just going to be like a razzled frazz of. Sydney can handle it, I think. Aubrey's like roast ready. She, she is. I feel like she, she's get her dry on enough. The she's so dry. <laughs> she'll just fucking rip your soul out and then keep going. And she doesn't feel shit. Like you, she's like one of those girls you'd slap in the face and she smiles. Yeah. And just like hits you harder. She'll rip you your know? soul out and then go eat waffles. Yes. It's true. Mm-hmm. That girl always wins. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't they each in a season of White Lotus? Isn't there a connection? Is Sydney in White Lotus? She was in season one. Aubrey was in season two. Oh, then, yeah. Damn. Oh. Six Degrees of Sweeney. Of course. How did I not even put that together? I don't know, but I like the White Lotus fight. Oh, I'm here for That's that. Nice. Lotus fight. Lotus fight. <laughs> you got to dip your hands in glue and then lotuses <laughs> and then glass and then go at it. So Corey Feldman and Fred Durst are about to go on tour together. No, no this way. reeks of beef. Oh <laughs> my god, what a strange lineup together! This is gonna last one show. Don't you think Corey will go full diva, even though he's the opening act? Yes, and oh, that's yes. where the beef will be I, cooked. He, yes, yes, he's gonna open. He's gonna Who's do the crowd. He's gonna do three <laughs> hours on stage. Everybody's gonna leave. Fred Durst is gonna come out with his band to nobody. Uh, no, see, I think Fred Durst is bringing the crowd. They're all there to see some Limp Biscuit. Yeah, and, and they'll leave after like, three hours of Feldman. No, they have a treat coming their way, and they have no idea. They suffer through some Feldman to get to some <laughs> Fred Durst. <laughs> to suffer through some Durst. <laughs> I could do it for the Nookie. Could you? Yeah. I like how he's singing country songs now. That's kind of funny. He's changing things up. Yeah. What a show. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that Corey Feldman show, it's a train wreck. I mean, he's, he's trying to dance like someone half his age. He's trying to dance like Michael Jackson in the 80s. He's trying to dance. And sing he, at the same time. He's trying to dance. Yeah. <laughs> you can't dance. He's trying so hard, and he yeah. wants it so bad. But you know what? He's having a good time. He's living his best life out there, and, and he's he going to do it. he performs until 2 in the morning. Like, he is there. He wants to perform. At I, any moment. I said it before. I'll say it again. I think he's going to actually turn this into something. Corey Feldman is 52 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and he's out there trying to like moonwalk and like yeah. he's really, like, he, it's not a joke. Like, no, it's, it's in his cool. mind. To he thinks he is a talented dancer and a talented singer. Yeah, he's committed. He came to perform for 38 people at Tempe Marquee. <laughs> the Tempe Marketplace. We couldn't even get him on the, to promote it. Get 60 people there. <sighs> No, I want the best for him. It is kind of difficult. It's a little difficult. It's a little tough. He's <laughs> performing at the food court at yeah. Tempe Marketplace and nobody will show up. Since when like, do you like feel hardcore sympathy for Fred Durst and you're like, geez, <laughs> yeah. tour with Corey Feldman for six months? Sorry, buddy. That is just a duo hard time. I never put together. Like, I don't see those crowds being the same. I don't know like how that happened. Now, that's like two ad- additions to like a, you know, warp tour. Yeah. Where you, you this catch is it. A but something fest. This is a. Yeah, two of 30 performers up there. You don't go to these a are show the two people you're for seeing. just these two. But oh. I can see Corey being like, all these people are here for They're me. They're here for me. He's delusional. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's like the Limp Biscuit crowd that's there to see Fred Durst. Uh-huh. And he's like, 
I'm making it. I'm making I did, it. I did it. I'm making it. This is way bigger than Timpy Marquis. <laughs> Honestly, if Tyler told me, it was like, all right, I got his tickets to Fred. But we're also really going to see Corey Feldman. But Corey like, Feldman's opening for him. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it already, but I can't not see it. All right. Kind of got to see it. All right, Kevin Costner and Harrison Ford. Ten rounds of feuding, no gloves. Who you got? Oh, Costner all day. Yeah. Costner? Not he's, even a he's hesitation? My, he's my pick for everything, bro. Like, Costner's like, the Tyler's man. not going to go Ten Costner. cup over here is yeah. going to go Costner. We know this. Harrison Ford, I love all day, but is he going to, like, is not going to crusade his way They're over both there. growling a lot these days. That's true. They're both turned into Batman all of a sudden. Yeah. I don't know what happened, <laughs> but you tell me anything that they've done in the last two years doesn't sound like Batman. Even the captions don't know what the hell Kevin Costner's saying in Yellowstone. Yellowstone like, I didn't realize Batman was fucking Yellowstone. Just like, oh, let's go get her. We gotta go get her. <laughs> Bathroom motherfucker. <laughs> Put a mask on him and it's like ready to go. Where are the horses? <laughs> Saddle them up. <laughs> <laughs> Put them in the train station. <laughs> Harrison Ford the same with his new Indiana he is Jones. yeah like you tell me he's not I'm a little Batman too too. yeah he's, <laughs> yeah he's such like the sweet alternative yeah like, he's grizzled but he's sweet he's not grumpy think of Chris Kattan's spot Harrison on Ford. Harrison Ford impression so and good. how gravelly yeah. and so he did good. the aged graveled <laughs> cigar throat See, that's what <laughs> I'm Harrison talking Ford. about he does now Harrison Ford which was like the Batman Harrison Ford <laughs> I mean, I'm here for it. I think it'd be hilarious. I love Batman. <laughs> or Batman costume. I love that. Battle of the Batman. Oh, here. my God. Keaton's the only Batman for me. He still fucking holds up. He does. That, that, there was never any other Batman. No. I mean, just that quick Batman that he did was better than the last oh, four. I played with Val for a quick sec, but... It was always Keaton. What, what, is, your problem, what is your problem, Blair? Jesus. I said a quick Such a set. pretentious thing to say. So <laughs> Adults talking over Jeez, here. Jeez, Blair. Val Kilmer's your <sighs> favorite Batman? <laughs> Whoa. Might as well be George Clooney. She Don't didn't say Christ. favorite Batman. She said Michael Keaton. <laughs> Don't you but she said she was fucking with Val for a minute. Yeah. I said. Yeah. Clooney didn't do it for you, but Val was zero. like. <laughs> Take my uh, Iceman. <laughs> it actually was everything, but it wasn't. Jim Carrey, the Riddler, and mm-hmm. the Val one. Yeah. That's why I loved it. And Arnold. And a quick little Robin appearance. You know, I had a little O'Donnell face. <laughs> Which is the one with, no, that was that was Clooney, Uma Thurman. Yes. Jim Carrey. Ivy. Tommy Lee Jones. No. No. You're mixing two. You're mixing you're two movies. Freeze. Freeze. <laughs> you're, <laughs> freeze. Mr. Freeze. You stay with him. You Mr. Freeze. Val Kilmer had Jim Carrey, Tommy Lee Jones, Liked Nicole it. Kidman. Yeah. Yeah. That was that cast. I was here okay. for some of that. Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey were the two bad guys. Okay. They were the co-villains. And then... The and, then you're thinking and then Batman Arnold. and Robin had Chris O'Donnell, Alicia yeah. Silverstone, Ooh. Uma Thurman, Ooh, and yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Those are a lot Forgot of fun about facts that. about two shitty movies. <laughs> no, Batman Michelle Forever Pfeiffer was okay. And Danny, De- Danny DeVito was like the craziest character as a penguin that I saw that as was a good. young yeah, kid. Was. I was those like, two, that blew me out of the water. Those first two were good. The Tim Burton ones were good. Mm-hmm. 
Come I on. could still remember the marketing for Batman Forever. They went so hard. It did yeah. have a good soundtrack, too. Yeah, it did. 311 was on the soundtrack. It had a good soundtrack. Was that Seal? Was that know. Kiss from a Rose? No. Nah. Which one was that? Yeah. That was two, wasn't it? Forever? That wasn't the second one. Wasn't two? You're Who all is Batman Returns. Up. What are you doing? You are all sick. <laughs> I'm, here. I'm here to Freeze start a feud. You ass. are starting a feud. I'm in a feud with Michael Keaton. No, oh, what are you doing? Keaton. Who feuds Get out Keaton? of here. You're already lost. <laughs> you lost. Congratulations. You've already lost. <laughs> Wonderful feud. You lost. <laughs> I can't keep all your movies straight, man. I don't know. I, you know. Even the ones you weren't in, I can't keep them straight. <laughs> well, we got a fun game for Celebrity Beef Night. Okay. Let's see how well you know your feuds. I'm going to give you a celebrity, and you tell me who their beef was with. I'll provide some options. Okay. I like that. Ryan Reynolds. Was it Samuel L. Jackson, Jake Gyllenhaal, or Wesley Snipes that he was beefing with? Oh, you're going to beef with any of those? Wow. That's a tough one. He beefed hard with one of them. Samuel L. Jackson. Just because I can't imagine it. Uh, one more time. Options. Samuel L. Jackson, Jake Gyllenhaal, Wesley Snipes. Snipes. Snipes is correct. Yeah. Ugh. While filming Blade Trinity, apparently Wesley Snipes was like extremely difficult to work with. He only spoke to the director via handwritten notes, signed Blade. And no. Only showed up to film his close-ups, which left Ryan Reynolds to film his scenes entirely alone. According to Patton Oswald, Snipes told the director at one point, I think you need to quit. You're detrimental to this movie. And apparently his response was, why don't you quit? We've got all your close-ups and we can shoot the rest with your stand-in. Ryan Reynolds and Wesley Snipes haven't liked each other or worked together since. Wow. Wow. I had no idea Snipes was that difficult. And they're doing a new Blade, too. Handwritten No. Yeah, there's a new Blade. Without Wesley Snipes, right? Uh, I don't know. They're replacing him? I don't know. That's an old Blade. That Blade is dull. That's a dull (laughs) Blade. Man, I love some snipe. I can't That's a that. rusty blade. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Damn. That is a little tough. I thought you were going to say T.J. Miller again. No, T.J. Miller. No, we're not going to the mall. No. They were feuding. Were they feuding? Oh, they were feuding. They were feuding. They were feuding with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Them. Yeah, they did have a feud. They're beef. It was like a little beef. Deadpool beef. Quick beef. Dead beef. <laughs> you keep score over there? Or? Oh. One nothing, Blair. Come on. Come on. Notice when Blair gets the first point, we keep score every time. Do you know? <laughs> we still do that? <laughs> John Hamm. Did he beef with Jennifer Aniston, Gal Gadot, or Kim Kardashian? Wow. Gal Gadot. Kim Kardashian. Two to nothing. Two to nothing. Tyler. In 2012, while talking about reality TV, John told LUK whether it's Paris Hilton or Kim Kardashian or whoever, stupidity is certainly celebrated. He continued, being a fucking idiot is a valuable commodity in this culture because you're rewarded significantly. It's celebrated. It doesn't make sense to me. In response to John's statements, Kim tweeted, I respect John and I am a firm believer that everyone is entitled to their own opinion and that not everyone takes the same path in life. We're all working really hard and we all have to respect one another. Calling someone who runs their own businesses as a part of a successful TV show, produces, writes, designs, and creates stupid is, in my opinion, careless. 
Soon after, John was asked about the whole ordeal on the Today Show and doubled down on his comments. I don't think they were careless. I think they were accurate. It's part of our culture that I certainly don't identify with, and I don't really understand the appeal of it other than sort of a car crash sensibility, and it's not something that I partake in or enjoy, but it is what it is, and here we are. John Dordashian grilling the beef. Wow. (laughs) And who the hell's going to feud with Gal Gadot? Like, what was I thinking? How could you possibly... I find it hard to beef with Gal Gadot. Give her the beef. Give her the beef. Gwyneth Paltrow. Did she beef with Martha Stewart, Oprah Winfrey, or Ellen DeGeneres? Oof. I'm going to say Ellen. Martha. Three to nothing. What? Biscuits on fire. Somebody's been reading Entertainment Weekly. Did they have a <laughs> puss off and like Martha Stewart <laughs> like this? Second-rate candle. There was some candle-related beef happening. What? In a 2014 interview, while talking about Gwyneth and her Goop brand, Martha said she needs to be quiet. She's a movie star. If she were confident in her acting, she wouldn't be trying to be Martha Stewart. Later that year, (laughs) an an issue of Martha Stewart Living featured a six-page spread about pies titled Conscious Coupling, clearly in reference to Gwyneth's divorce, which she famously called a conscious uncoupling. Gwyneth retaliated by posting a recipe for jailbird cake on her website, a jab at Martha's stint in prison. The two continued to stay at it, and Martha just recently gave her shit for the vagina candle that burns people's houses down. <laughs> Martha's going to win this feud all day. Yeah. You're not going to win against Martha. No. She's the fucking queen. Why are you trying to be Martha Stewart? Stop <laughs> acting. <laughs> She's so fucking awesome. Oh, my God. You think you're going to come on the delicious dish and fuck with Martha? Yeah. <laughs> She's done hard times. She yeah, will you're fuck you not up. Gonna win that Shank you in the feud. yard if you're not coming at her correct. <laughs> you keep your goop all the way over there. <laughs> keep your goop to yourself. <laughs> Catch it. No one wants your goop. Freddie Prince Jr. Harsh. Oh, feud. come on. Freddie Prince Jr. Did he feud with Hacky Sack, Matthew Lillard, <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland, or Ryan Felipe? Oh. Easy. Easy. Okay, see. Let oh. me go first. Okay. Let him go first. Please. Ryan Phillippe. Ooh, what do you got? Okay. I feel like they're besties. I feel like they're they're bros. And Matthew Lillard, they work together, but was there a feud on set? Beaver catch? Them. What was what was their summer uh, summer catch? Summer I think catch. there's more Beaver drink? I'm gonna say Lillard. You're both Whoa. wrong. Oh. It was Kiefer Sutherland. Freddie Prince said, I did 24 and it was terrible. I hated every moment of it. Kiefer was the most unprofessional dude in the world. That's not me talking trash. I'd say it to his face. I think everyone that's worked with him has said that. I went and worked with Vince McMahon at WWE for Christ's sake, and it was a crazier job than working with Kiefer. <laughs> I didn't have to take my shoes off to do scenes with him, and which they <laughs> make me do. He's too tall. Just put the guy on an Apple box or don't hire me next time. You know, I'm six feet and he's 5'4". <laughs> Get some platforms, would you? Platforms. Who's going to feud with Lillard? Wait, 3-0. Was that 4-0 oh, now? No, no three, three to one. Three no, nothing. Three you didn't oh, nothing. Okay, you didn't that's, get one. I, that's what you I thought. You didn't get one. Okay. I hope you didn't get one. I didn't put myself one. So it's three to nothing. It is. Close game. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Harrison Ford, he did get into a feud, Blair. He got into a deep, scratchy feud. (laughs) Was that with Josh Hartnett, Shea LaBeouf, or Jason Segel? LaBeouf. LaBeouf. It's LaBeouf. It's Josh Hartnett. 
Wow, for what? Harrison Ford and Josh Hartnett allegedly never made eye contact throughout the entire production of Hollywood Homicide and bickered throughout the whole promotional tour. Harrison openly referred to Hartnett as a punk, with Hartnett referring to Ford <laughs> as an old fart. I bet Hartnett had that hair all in his face and he's like, yeah, Harrison, fuck you. <laughs> the hit of my pen. <laughs> wow, who's going to mess with Harrison Ford like that? Can't we just going to come at him with the attitude? Feud. Feud. Indiana Jones will bury you underneath the fucking pyramid. Unless it's Kevin Costner, apparently. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, it's true. Because he's going to take you to the train station. Shia LaBeouf did have a feud, though. Was it with Alec Baldwin, Michael Douglas, or John Voight? Oh, Baldwin. Douglas. Blair got a point. She's on the Yay! board. She's on the board. Shia apparently tried to start a feud with his Orphans co-star Alec Baldwin by tweeting, the theater belongs not to the great, but the brash, and acting is not for gentlemen. What they do is anti-art. Baldwin responded by saying, I don't think he's in a good position to be giving interpretations of what the theater is or isn't about. They fired him. I would say then Baldwin probably won that one. Yeah. <laughs> First round went to Alec. See if the beef continues. Blair <laughs> on the board. Okay. All right, here we are. Three to one. Couple left here. Tommy Lee Jones, Beefin, David Spade, Jim Carrey, or Will Smith? Will Smith. JC. Four to one. Batman? Batman Forever. Wow, we just discussed this. The, After all of that Batman joke, Forever talk. The Riddler took it too far. <laughs> Tyler couldn't even figure out what Batman he was in. And here Man, he's like, he Tommy Lee Jones? JC still wins it. While filming Batman Forever, Tommy Lee Jones apparently despised working with Jim Carrey. Jim believes it was because he was the star of the film, explaining one memorable meeting between the two of them at a restaurant. Jim saw him in the corner having dinner. He went over and said, hey, Tommy, how are you doing? And blood just drained from his face. He got up, shaking, went to hug Jim and said, I hate you. I really don't like you. Oh. Jim was like, what's the problem? And pulled up a chair, which probably wasn't smart. And he says, I cannot sanction your buffoonery. I just thought like on set, it was just too much, like messing around or yeah, something. Yeah, he did not... He just didn't vibe well. He's the Riddler. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jim Carrey. Like, That's what Jim he Carrey. brings to the table. Why do people get pissed when they get, you know, paired up with another actor that's not just like them? Like, it's not supposed to be like that. There's supposed to be different characters. Conflicts of interest on screen. Yeah. So it's fun to watch. Can't all be fucking pals up there. It's all going to be like... Grown-ups? Grown-ups, yeah. No like, one wants to see that no shit. Batman grown-ups. No. <laughs> No one wants superhero grown up. Yeah. <laughs> Justice League. No, he bullshit. was bitter that Jim Carrey brought a lot to the table and knew that he was one of the main people that people were going to see that film for. So, for sure. Don't get bitter. The Justice League of extremely jive gentlemen. <laughs> Four one. Four, Four one. one. Way to hang in there, B. Shut your mouth. J. Baruchel. Is that right? Yeah. J. Baruchel versus. Sean William Scott, Jonah Hill, or T.J. Miller? Ooh. Tej. Going Tej. Jonah Hill. You're looking for a feud with Tej. I just, I feel I like he can rub people the wrong feud. way, just like me. T.J. be feuding. Yeah. I think it's Jonah Hill. You're thinking Jonah. You're thinking Tej. It's four to two. This is interesting. Blair on the Jonah. Mm -hmm. On the kick to him. I can see come. not mixing for some reason. <laughs> Was it on This Is The End? Or something separate. Well, 
not long ago, Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend called him emotionally abusive and released all those controversial texts that he sent her. Shortly after that, they asked his friend Jay Baruchel about it, and he revealed, actually don't like Jonah. He was like, since the two actors have ran in similar circles and they've been in six movies together, everyone assumes that like they've been <laughs> friends, friends this whole time. He was like, yeah, we're not friends. No, they had beef in that movie. and It, it felt real. It did. And yeah, I was like, why does part of me feel like this yeah. is actually stemming from something? And they're turning it into something. Yeah, and, and Jonah was trying to be it. like extra nice to him and shit. And he was like, fuck off, man. I don't like you. Yeah. No, it felt a little real for me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can see them not meshing, actually. Mm-hmm. They didn't get along. Interesting. Blair can feud with Michael Sarah. I could not. <laughs> Sarah getting punched by Rihanna is the greatest thing I've ever seen. That was that so was funny. The the best I've ever slap uh, that was real too. Yeah. It was real. You can tell. Like they he let her do <laughs> it. Yes, I know. And <laughs> it made it so much better because of that. They tried to like do it without hitting and he just couldn't get the it angle right. The same. And they were like, fucking we try one. He was like, Yeah, up. yeah, we could do it. All right. Four to two. This last one, it's worth two. Okay, thank you. I usually don't get that last You can tie. Bit, so. You can tie. You okay. can tie. <laughs> Zero chance of you winning. Blair. You can maybe be almost as good as Tyler. 50-50 on a tie. You can tie it on this one. Okay, I'll take a tie. You feel good about that? Tie. Tie. <laughs> Why would I want to get up a tie? <laughs> yeah. Way harsh tie. <laughs> last one. Name the only celebrity that isn't in a feud with Mariah Carey. Jennifer Lopez, Cardi B, Demi Lovato... Nicki Minaj. Those are different people. <laughs> wow. Oh, Aria- okay, I want to say Ariana Grande because some people would say, "Oh no." She wasn't even on the list, player. No. She wasn't even one of the options. Damn it. I gave you four names. Ariana Grande was not one of them. <laughs> Why am I done? I try for two points, player. <laughs> Did I win? <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, Cardi B, Demi Lovato, Nicki Minaj. You know, I'm leaning towards Ariana Grande here. Yeah. People are gonna say Ariana, but I'm gonna. You know say- what? I like pink for this. I'm leaning towards Ariana Grande <laughs> or Winona Ryder. It's one of the two, <laughs> and I'm for sure going. Kelly Clarkson. Oh, Kelly Clarkson. Okay. <laughs> this is harder than I expected. Cardi B. What the hell is she gonna do? Cardi B. No, yeah. she's a feuder. So is Demi. They're all feuders, but how are they gonna feud the the queen? She ain't gonna feud mm. the queen. Who's going to have queen. the cojones for that? What are you picking? Who's the one that we didn't bring up? Demi Lovato. Nicki Minaj. Oh. Jennifer Lopez. I'm so. going to say Nicki Minaj. I think Cardi B and... It's Cardi B. Thank you wins. very much. Six I should have just stopped talking minutes Six ago. <laughs> Damn it. I'll just... We like it, Blair. No, it's good. Cross that one. We like it, wouldn't you? <laughs> Like knows the whole time that I'm wrong. No. Like just Dang waiting. It. I already know Tyler's won, but it's fun to hear you keep going. Just watching me squirm. You're such an asshole. <laughs> That's good. If you're not following us on TikTok at Something Crunchy, what's the matter with you? Get involved and find us on Facebook as well, where you'll find the highest grade memes in the city. See those red hairs? I see those. New Dream Car Giveaway over at 8080. In addition to the 15% off you get for using code Crunchy, every dollar you spend gets you entered in for a chance to win a brand new Lamborghini or a twin turbo R8 plus $60,000 in cash you do not want to miss out. Nor do you want to forget to check out somethingcrunchy.com where you'll find every episode, our links for social media, and the Almighty Crunch Store where you'll find all kinds of crunchy gear showing that you are a proud citizen of Crunch Nation. This has been another episode of Something Crunchy, and as always... Don't ever forget to live your crunchiest life. And be crunchy to one another. 
Please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. All episodes can be found at somethingcrunchy.com and on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. I'm drunk. <laughs> I got an excuse. I'm hammered. <laughs> Three balls. Turns out I'm drunk. <laughs> Hard to read when you're drunk. Wait, um, obviously, Caden. Yeah, he was the he was the Batman in those. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No shit. No shit. No shit. Shut, Shut up. <laughs> I oh. can no. Yeah. Fuck was that? Kids out there scratching around. <laughs> I hear kids out there. Ventura scratching around. <laughs> I never bring my work home with me, sir. <laughs> What's in the bag? <laughs> no, I had IB guard, bro. You know, it's good for the guts. Just say you've had some magic mind for crying out loud. <laughs> A piece is fun. Have you had some magic to mind today? Nah. <laughs> I got the, no, the man. I got the shits real bad. Nah, bro. I just teed one up for Do you. it again. Nah, man. <laughs> she hit him hard, too. She hit him she hard. Was like, all right. He's like, like Chris like, Brown. <laughs> 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 this one's for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> what? It's good. <laughs> We're talking feuds. Yeah, I mean, talking feuds. Talking feuds. She's got some. She's got some. Some aggression. A lot of hugs. A lot of drugs. <laughs> you were gonna blare something here. Hold on. What you got? I feel like we have a good comedian feud here with uh, Jeff Ross and Bill Burr. Ooh. Can you imagine some fun little roasting Man. going on here? They would, that would be a dry rub and the roast master. Yeah. Yes. Dry <laughs> yes. rub and the roast master. Oh, they would be yes. so good. It'd be like a clean roast yeah, master general and sergeant dry rub. Yeah. Like, oh. mm. Just 24 hour roast. So you can't roast anymore. They're just both so quick and great <laughs> at it. It would just be hard to pick a side on that because I love them both. But they'd be so great at each other. Like, I want it to be a friendly feud. Call that the brisket roast. (laughs) 24 hours long. (laughs) Quick beef. Quick beef. (laughs) 